Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Who Knew with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart, and my sidekick slash scorekeeper tonight is a young Queensland comedian on the rise. Please welcome Ben Hunter. Ben, it's so good to have you here. Oh, it's a, and it's a pleasure to be here. You're a Brisbane man. I'm a Brisbane boy for sure. Man is man is still up for up for the okay, bat. Okay, well, I think tonight you become a man. You really think so? Crowd reacted weird to that. What did you think I was going to do to him? <laughs> oh. But Ben, you, I mean, you just come from a comedy zone of the Melbourne Comedy Festival. It's true. Some of the greats of comedy started there. Some of the absolute greats. Let's rattle off some names, hey? See how many we can get through before you. Hannah Gadsby, <laughs> Matt Stewart. They're the two big ones. <laughs> they're the big ones, the yeah. Big ones. <laughs> hey, Ben, our first guest this week is an award-winning comedian and one half of Shad and Pete Save the World. It's Peter James. Welcome him. Oh. Hey, hello, what? how you doing everyone? Yeah, Matt's pulled no stops getting the big dogs in for the <laughs> podcast this week, hey. Yeah, the festival said they were going to help me get some of the biggest names in Brisbane, <laughs> and they did. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's good to be here. <laughs> when I, I did say you're an award-winning comedian, is that true? It said so online. Yeah, no, yeah, did a few few high school stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. A few high school stuff, not not grammar. <laughs> <laughs> Got him early. I'm the yeah, king of sticks. Got to be wary when I'm around. Because <laughs> I put together perfect sentences yeah, all the time. Yeah. Hey, Pete, should I introduce our second guest? Oh, yeah. So funny, this one. <laughs> our second guest is fresh so from coming runner-up at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival's Raw Comedy Competition. <laughs> it's Meg Yeager. <laughs> One of the greats. Now, Meg, uh, raw comedy. That's where a lot of the greats come from, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go through some of the names. What do we got? Hannah Gadsby, Matt Stewart. Done. <laughs> wow, that's it. <laughs> second's pretty good as well, I think. Um, <laughs> well, second, second. oftentimes the person that comes second in the competition when they're starting out ends up having the bigger career anyway. Like Shannon Noll. Like Shannon Noll. That's true. <laughs> and Matt Stewart. <laughs> Did you win? No, I won it, Did you? Yeah. <laughs> my career's been cursed ever since <laughs> This one goes out to the people who don't know what's going on This is how the show works I ask a relatively obscure <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't feel nice, does it? <laughs> it actually hurts your feelings when someone says something like that, doesn't it? That actually felt awful Yeah, sorry about that oh, I'm sorry I, I didn't mean to start it like this Should we kiss? <laughs> <laughs> so the way the show works is Ask a relatively obscure Obscure trivia question. <laughs> That's a hard word to say. Yeah. I say it every week. And our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one, and they have to guess which one is correct. Okay. Are we ready to play? Yes. Yep. 
Here is question number one. Ben's the scorekeeper slash sidekick. So if anyone has any questions about the show, just ask him. He knows. I'm all, I'm all over it. <laughs> and you, are you, you're going to be right to score? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Just, just increments of one? Yes. Can we, should we go five? I mean, that's up to you. You're the... Sp- <laughs> Should we go a million? Can the, oh, the ones, you get the a ones million. I get right, can we do five? And then if Meg gets one, can she just have one? Could my ones be five? I didn't, I didn't get to go to Raw. I didn't make the final. So <laughs> it'd be good for me to have a little win. Yours? Yeah, yours could be five. Yeah, 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 yeah yours could be five. This <laughs> is going mad with power. <laughs> like we all do at some point in our lives, That's don't we? true. Here's question number one. This one comes from Caroline Clancy from Brisbane. Are you in tonight, Caroline? it's a funny level of support to like to like send in a message and be like here you go Matt there you are I'm not coming but I'm sure this will prove useful for you in your little show I certainly won't be there yeah no thanks (laughs) (laughs) Caroline's question is what does priapism mean what does and I'll say it in a different way now more like it's pronounced what does priapism mean (laughs) What does priapism mean? Priapism. P-R-I-A-P-I-S-M. And while they're writing their answers, I'll explain to Ben and the audience how the scoring works. (laughs) So you get one point or a million if your fake answer... (laughs) We're going a million. ...is guessed by the other contestant and another point if you correctly guess the answer. And by the way, I'm also playing as the house. So I put in two of my own fake answers for each question. I get a point for each one of those that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to two points per round. It seems fair, but the probability actually favours me, the house. And the house always wins, although if you've listened to previous episodes, you'll know that is not nearly ever the case. Um, anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. If you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com. Pod linked in the show notes. So... The, the is cop- your computer smaller than mine? or Yes, yes, really mate, it's man? smaller than mine. <laughs> it's smaller than both, actually. You look, you, it does make you look a, like a giant. <laughs> <laughs> really, I don't like how you're all hunched over. Why don't, why don't, can you give him that stool? What's that, that doing fuck all there for when it could be... It's just all wobbly. I'm all right. I'm good. You're fine? Yeah, okay. yeah. I I'm just, that you're looking out for him. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> Are you happy he's here? <laughs> I'm not sure about this crowd so far. Is it because we're in an arts theatre? You're expecting more? <laughs> Don't worry. It's all going to come around in the end. Pete has a realisation yeah. uh, in, the, in the final third of the show and it really will make you think. Yeah. <laughs> Can you do that? Can you have a realisation? Yeah, what time do you want it? Um, I'll set a timer. Yeah, great. If Maybe about 10 to 8 if you could have a realisation. 10 to 8, all right, no worries. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> and if it's, you know, like a something that changes your world and ideally every everyone's perspective in the room. Yep, too easy. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that very much. All right, here is question number one. What does priapism mean? Here are your five options. In the Egyptian times, priapism was the beginning stage of the pyramid building stage. Before they were called pyramids, they were primarily called triangular prisms. (laughs) (laughs) And so were the other four going to be sort of more realistic ones? No, they're all going to be like that. That's the correct one, and then I'll read the fake ones. Uh, (laughs) uh, Option two, the condition where a human nose grows flattened. Making them look similar to a platypus. 
<laughs> Option three. <laughs> a disorder in which the penis maintains a prolonged rigid erection without appropriate stimulation. Oh, I've got that. It's not that one. <laughs> That's you not- call that Pete's disease. <laughs> Pete's, yeah. Yeah, I was the first and last one to have that. Rigid erection seems like a tortilla. No, whatever that thing is that means. Tortilla. Tortilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a tortilla to me. It's making yeah. me hungry. Rigid erection <laughs> sounds crispy. <laughs> Hang on. Oh yeah. Well. I, uh, <laughs> option four to provide creative fodder for a live podcast that you don't intend to support financially or with your attendance. <laughs> Might be that one. That is an apt. Apt to answer. Or finally, a pism you've prepared earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Five very good and believable options there. (laughs) Oh, it's oh. (laughs) Would you would you like to would you like to go first? Wait, do I guess which one? Yeah, you get. You can have a guess now. Um, I think it's the platypus one. Platypus, the human flat nose one. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, I was also I was also going to say that, but I'd like to be a point of difference. So I'd like to lock in Stiffy, if that's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Ferment a Stiffy. Yeah. Well, priapism could be priapism could be the medical name, whereas Pete's disease is sort of more common usage. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's definitely more common used around these parts. (laughs) For the listeners home, he's pointing at his dick. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go through. And do do we also have to guess who put answers in? Is that right? No, no, you'll just find out now. Okay. You can relax. Kick back. Your job has been done for now. Here's who wrote the answers. Oh, no. In the the Egyptian times, priapism was the beginning stage of the pyramid building stage. (laughs) that was Meg. Is that you? <laughs> oh. I've had two beers. <laughs> what, do you, what do you do for work, Meg? I'm a history teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I read so well. <laughs> that did, you wrote it very well. It was really good. <laughs> uh, to provide creative fodder for a live podcast so you don't intend to support financially, that was Peter. Oh, that was pretty clever. Good one, Peter. <laughs> it, it was a callback. That's that, what that was. That one threw me off. Yeah, I'm a I'm a comedy teacher. <laughs> <laughs> we both we went schools to our fields. Yeah, schools yeah, in yeah. session. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no pads out. Uh, Pism, you've prepared earlier. That was the house. That was very funny. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, <laughs> the condition where a human nose grows flattened, making them look similar to a platypus. That was also the house. Really, uh, Caroline, the question writer in particular, wrote that one. Oh, I thought that was Caroline. fantastic work. Nice work, Caroline. Came. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> So that's one point to the house there. And then that means the correct answer is the big stiffy. The big stiffy. Yes. So a point for Pete. Five points. Sorry? Five points. To no, you get it. Everyone's getting a million. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So we're up to question number two. This one comes from Becca Buck from Kingston in Queensland, Australia. In tonight, Becca. Becca Buck. Becca Buck. Becca. Becca Buck. Let's go. Becca Buck. That is awesome. You sound like an arcade game in a pub. (laughs) They go and play Becca Buck, you know. What do you do to the Buck? Becca. Becca. (laughs) It was right there in the title. (laughs) Uh, Becca, 
Your question was, why were the 2022 New Year's Eve fireworks in Scarborough in the UK cancelled? Why were the 2022 New Year's Eve fireworks in Scarborough in the UK cancelled? While you're writing your answers, should we get a quick score update first? Yeah, yeah sure thing. Uh, so, so currently on zero million points, <laughs> <laughs> we have Meg. And then there's a tie for first on a million each between Pete and the house. Oh. <laughs> can I get that read one more time? Uh, yeah, sure can. Uh, why was the 2022 New Year's Eve fireworks cancelled in Scarborough in the UK? Uh, let me tell you a bit more about priapism. Now, ben. do you want to hear about it? I'd love to. Uh, this comes from the National oh, Library. I forgot what it was. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah, go. It's about pyramids or something. <laughs> well, let's find out together. This is from the National Library of Medicine. Priapism is defined as a prolonged erection in the absence of sexual desire. The name derives from the Greek god Priapus, who had an erect penis very much associated with sexual desire. They are, aren't they, erect penises? <laughs> I never really connected those two together, but... Uh, or just waking up. Those are the two things. It can be desire or just waking up. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm aroused by the, the sun and the day. Yes. Life. <laughs> Another day. We made it. <laughs> Let's get horny. Uh, it is written that his parents, this is that Greek guy, Priapus, uh, was Zeus and Aphrodite. When Hera, the wife of Zeus, heard of the pregnancy, she cursed the child such that when the boy was born with oversized genitals, he was rejected by Aphrodite. Different times. <laughs> <laughs> the boy was brought up by shepherds who noticed that wherever they took him, flowers would bloom and animals would copulate furiously. <laughs> <laughs> and thus he became the god of fertility. What a beautiful story. So the new newcomers, did you realize you're going to learn as well as last tonight? <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Probably end. more learning by the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A little more learning but yeah. Here's question number two Answers are in Why were the 2022 New Year's Eve fireworks at Scarborough cancelled? A swarm of hermit crabs got into the fireworks supply mm -hmm. Using the explosives as new shells <laughs> The town didn't want to disturb a masturbating walrus <laughs> Everyone in the town thought that someone else was going to organise the fireworks. <laughs> and as a result, no one did. <laughs> because Simon and Garfunkel broke up. <laughs> it's a little delayed reaction, but... Or due to a clerical error, they got the date wrong. Uh, well, I, I hope it's not that one. All the others are much funnier. <laughs> All right, mm. what are you thinking? Pete, you want to have a stab? I, I don't know why, but the, the, the wanking walrus is like kind of jumping to out to me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, The wanking walrus is jumping out at you. That's not the realisation. That's just... Um, <laughs> I, think I, I am going to go to the walrus one, I think. All right, walrus for Pete. What about you, Meg? Um, the one where they thought somebody else would organise it. Yep. Yeah. All right, locking that in for Meg. All right, here's who wrote the answers. Uh, the Hermit Crabs, that was the house. Uh, Becca in particular. Becca Buck, great stuff there. Nice work, Becca. The one that Pete said wasn't very funny, that was me, the house. <laughs> <laughs> because Simon and Garfunkel broke up, that was Meg. That's true. 
I sang Scarborough Fair, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> there you. <laughs> uh, everyone you. in the town thought someone else was going to organise it. That was Pete. So another point to Pete there. Yeah. And Pete was also correct. Um, uh, yeah, I know. They're really not supporting you, Pete. I think they're real. They, you should hear when Meg gets a one right, though. They're going to erupt. <laughs> yeah. They're just disappointed you that better. you once again got the point. <laughs> two, two million? Yes, that is two million because you're right. also correct. It was that the town didn't want to disturb a masturbating walrus. <laughs> I've got a good ear for this sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've also noticed both times I've just picked the funny sexual one. And I think I'll just continue to that going forward. Little pattern forming. Yeah, yeah, stiffy, stiffy on a mm. sea beast. <laughs> <laughs> but if there's anything with a land erection, uh, that's locked me in already. I've put me down for it. <laughs> I, I have, I did put this one together thinking it was, you know, Queensland, bit of after dark stuff. Um, but I, I didn't realise it'd be all nerds in tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's your mistake. Uh, that, that brings us up to question number three. What was the unusual name of the US pilot with the most downed planes during aerial combat in World War II? What was the unusual name of the US pilot with the most downed planes during aerial combat in World War II? While you're writing your answers. Hey, Ben, let me tell you about this wankin' walrus. <laughs> uh, all so yeah, okay. yeah, sure. Why don't you want to do, do a score update first? Uh, yeah, so still on zero million points, uh, we do have Meg. Pete now leading right in front with three million points and the house with one million points. So Pete taking a two million point lead. It's a big lead. Isn't oh, it? big lead. Did you hear someone try to clap and no one joined in? <laughs> Did you hear that? It is, it's, it is starting to feel like a big operation to bully me that's been A lot of Meg Jaeger fans in tonight, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People love a German last name, what can I say? <laughs> Saying James is German or Jaeger, yep. <laughs> Yours would be James. <laughs> <laughs> Makes you think what a world that would have been if Hitler won. You'd be going around as Peter James. Is that what would have happened? All right, let's talk about this wanking walrus. <laughs> Get us out of this hole. Um, According to allthat'sinteresting.com, when an Arctic walrus named Thor showed up on Scarborough's Harbour, it caused quite a stir. So much of one, in fact, that the town cancelled its New Year's fireworks display, so not to disturb the animal. Small barrier was erected at the top of the... <laughs> Pretty bit of cheeky stuff there. That's it's interesting. Uh, they set up a barrier so that Thor had a, a bit of distance to, so the locals could observe the spectacle. Pretty wild, right? Yeah, go and have a look. See what he's up to. <laughs> look at it. It's a walrus. See what he's up to. You think of him more as tusky than horny, but... Um, <laughs> are the answers in here? Ben, I think they are. Yeah. So here's question number three. Anyway, it goes on to say that he had a wank. <laughs> <laughs> and then disappeared the next day he was gone. Left they all night. do. I'm tempted. Um, can I give a half a mil or something? Can I? <laughs> I think you can. Uh, you you got foul. Meg's on 500k. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Any other week, that would have been the winning score. 
<laughs> all, all time scoring record leader. <laughs> you were very unlucky to come come up against us tonight. <laughs> all right, here's question number three. What was the unusual name of the US pilot with the most downed planes during aerial combat in World War Two? Karen Cloaca. <laughs> Peter Yames. <laughs> That's crazy. We were just talking about that. <laughs> Richard Big Falu. <laughs> Dick Bong. <laughs> oh, that's got you all over it. <laughs> or Johnny Plane Crash. <laughs> oh, that's got you all over it. <laughs> oh, so some strong contenders there, Meg. Any any jumping out at you? Um, um I don't women weren't allowed to fly planes in World War Two. Ooh. Karen's a woman name, is it not? Uh, yeah, can be. But that might have that might have been a can joke be. in itself. They call they're boy. calling this bloke a you're a woman. Ah, uh, I'm yeah, I'll go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> you gotcha. go with Karen Cloaca. <laughs> Why not? Someone's got it. It's gotta be me. <laughs> what was the can you say the second and third again? Peter Yames <laughs> and Richard Bigfalu. Oh, I don't, yeah. Well, Richard's like Dick, and I've already said Dick for the first two, so let's just go three. I'll go Richard. Richard Big Falu for Pete. All right, locking that in. I should say, I don't. Did I mention that this question came from Orla McGrath from Dublin? Oh, are you in tonight? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Here's who wrote the answers. Johnny Plane Crash. That was the house. <laughs> Peter James. That was Peter James. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Karen Cloaca, that was also the house. Good one. <laughs> I'm, I'm killing it so points for the house there. Richard Big Falus, which Pete picked, that was Meg's. Um, can I just say it was meant to be pronounced Falus, oh. like Phallus. <laughs> Idiot. Oh. <laughs> it's French. <laughs> I thought it was because there, there was a racehorse called Big Falu. I thought it was. No, I'm not that. I don't know that? sport. <laughs> And that means the correct answer was Dick Bong. <laughs> Dick Bong. Dick Bong. Wow. Richard Dick Bong. <laughs> That's my next boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Bong, Dick Bong. You're my Dick Bong. How old would be how old would he be now, Jerkin? Oh, super dead. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Drats. He died in that very war, I'm afraid. Oh, Dick they Bong. Pour <laughs> one out for all the best ones. Pour one out for Dick Bong. <laughs> You would have loved who knew it with Matt Stewart, Dick Bong. We're thinking about you. We're thinking about you. <laughs> what a shame. It's pretty funny though because, like, would he would his grave would say Dick Bong, wouldn't it? Or was yeah. would it be Richard Bong? Because I'd probably get a giggle anyway. But if you walk through a graveyard, it'd be it'd be as a ghost if you were watching yourself. You go, everyone fucking laughs when they walk <laughs> when they walk near my grave. I gave my life for this country, you know. Mm. <laughs> That's Dude, all he Dick is Bong. now. That's brutal. Yeah. Life comes at you fast. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question number four comes from Dane Helmut. Wait, 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 points. Oh, sorry, yes, points. I here. get a million because Pete thought yeah, mine was the right answer. I, just, just the way I know. I know. I just, I designed the very system. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still, and you're still in dead fucking last, you idiot. <laughs> so Meg's on one and a half mil. The house is has two. Two big ones. <laughs> and and Pete is on three M's. <laughs> Triple M. Triple M. All right. Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. Continue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I appreciate that, Meg. You're right to hold us to account. If you don't, who will? 
<laughs> Certainly not them. I think they're all napping out there. <laughs> this crowd's deader than Dick Bong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 right. what a fucking relief. Christ, to hear that. They, it sounds like they need you to treat them rough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, question four comes from Dane Helmers from Dingley Village in... <laughs> what is that? That's in, it's a Melbourne suburb. And well, and you guys take yourself so seriously. Why is there not an AFL team named after it? There, there's a local team there called the Dingley Dingoes. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Is our culture just a joke to you? <laughs> the Dingley Dingoes. <laughs> uh, all right, so Dane from Dingley's question is, why is the Alaskan gold mining town named Chicken? So there's a gold mining town in Alaska called Chicken. Why to get that name? While you're writing your answers, uh, do you want to know a bit more about Dick Bong? I'd, I would love nothing more, Matt. Uh, here's a bit more about Dick Bong. <laughs> yeah, go down. Yeah. This, co- this comes from the National World War II Museum, and they would know. Known, <laughs> known as the Ace of Aces for his rank as the top American flying ace during World War II, Major Dick Bong is credit... Oh, that's so good. Uh, he, he knocked down a confirmed total of 40 enemy aircraft over the course of his career as a fighter pilot. Uh, got given a lot of awards. Um, Bong credited his, his, his success to his preferred method of flying as close to the enemy as possible. Thus lessening the chance to miss the target. That's, that's clever. That's, 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 that's using your noggin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this risky tactic was one that Bong applied generously, including during one rescue mission in New Guinea. According to newspaper reports of the incident, Bong was flying overhead while three fellow pilots took a small rubber boat across a lake to reach a pilot who had been missing in the jungle. As he circled above, Bong noticed a crocodile uh, trailing behind his comrades in the boat. Dropping his plane low to glide along the water, Bong opened fire on the crocodile, <laughs> blasting away the animal and saving the crew. He got a medal for that. <laughs> Wasn't from Peter, I'll tell you that. <laughs> hey, uh, while you're still writing your answers, let's go for a quick break. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So the answers are in for question number four. Why is the Alaskan gold mining town named Chicken? The town is centered around a boulder formation that looks like a big chicken egg. When the Alaskan gold rush began, travelers excavated predominantly frozen chickens due to a rogue rooster that was breeding with locals. (laughs) Very few gold was discovered. (laughs) Very few gold. Very few gold. Very few. How was the harvest this year, boys? Oh, very few gold. <laughs> it's like it's like a. <laughs> I was hoping we'd have many gold, but 
<laughs> and it's only a few gold, I'm afraid, gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Anything funny to say about this? <laughs> 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 so that's option number two. Option number three, the town's founders wanted to name it after the Alaska state bird, the ptarmigan, but they didn't know how to spell it, so I went with chicken instead. Uh, because they find heaps of gold nuggets, like chicken nuggets. That's why it's called chicken, because of the nuggets thing. And that's why it's called that. So that's option four. (laughs) (laughs) Or finally, the town's founder put a blindfold on and picked up a shotgun. He said whatever his bullet hit, that's what the town would be named after. (laughs) He opened fire and shot Gerald Johnson, who was the town's biggest coward. (laughs) 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 Wow. So you've got the boulder egg. You've got the uh, very few gold. <laughs> You've got the couldn't spell ptarmigan. Uh, the one that is uh, gold nuggets like chicken nuggets. And that's why they called it chicken. <laughs> because of the nuggets thing. That's why they called it that. Or because the town's founder killed a coward. Mm. I'd like to lock in the killed a coward. Killed a coward for Pete. If that's all right. That is fine. Do you mind? Can I have that one? <laughs> Thank you. What are you thinking, like. Meg? Um, the can't spell one. Can't spell for Meg. <laughs> Anything drawing you to you, to you? Drawing that to you? <laughs> Spelling is different to grammar, Matt. <laughs> well, I couldn't get that zinger out of my mouth, so. <laughs> <laughs> so you got, you got owned by a history teacher. Spelling is different to grammar. <laughs> <laughs> What do you say if someone drops a plastic cup? You can't say taxi, can you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Diddy? Hola. Lime skirter. Lime skirter. <laughs> Get up safe. <laughs> Mum. Because <laughs> you're a high schooler. <laughs> I think if we show support of each other, maybe they'll... <laughs> do it as well. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to start PW forming a union. Does that. On, the, on the back half, let's really come together. <laughs> let's come together in 16 minutes and nine seconds. <laughs> All right, here's who wrote those answers. Uh, the big chicken egg boulder, that was the house. Uh, the one with ve- where very few gold was discovered, <laughs> that was Meg. Oh, really? What a fucking moron. <laughs> That's so dumb. That was such a dumb thing. So hey, dumb. I thought we were coming together to support each other. <laughs> yeah, Pete but- hates women, let it be known. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pete hates woman. <laughs> <laughs> She's in the crowd. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, the one about the nuggets, the chicken nuggets, because of the nuggets thing, that's why they were called that. That was Pete. <laughs> it's funny because like, I'm getting laughs. Who would have known? <laughs> They, you're getting laughs when they don't know you wrote. Yeah, they don't know it was me. <laughs> yeah. So it's a more likable way yeah. to digest my comedy when I'm not involved. Uh, the one where the founder put a blindfold on, that was the house. So a point there from the house, Pete picked that one. Mm-hmm. Meaning Meg picked the correct answer. Yes. Nice. <laughs> the town's founders could not spell their local bird, the ptarmigan. They couldn't spell it. So I went, oh, what about chicken? Wow. 
They're just like me for real. <laughs> You're making quite the spirited comeback here. What are we on? What's the point system? Well, we've got a tie for first on three million points apiece between Pete and the house. And just on their t- tail on two and a half million is Meg. <laughs> Number two, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Again! God. And it's down to a half a million point ball game. This is really going down the wire. <laughs> All right, we're up to question number five, which comes from Jim Bates from Sackett's Harbour in New York. And the question is, what's the name of the punk rock song that was banned by the BBC in May of 2022? A song so offensive that it even made the BBC, those wild (laughs) childs over there, they banned it. What was the name of the song? While you're writing your answers, here's some more info about chicken. According to the question writer, Dane, chicken was settled by gold miners in the late 19th century due to the prevalence of ptarmigan, which is spelled with a P, so sort of fair enough in a way. Uh, (laughs) There was a lot of ptarmigan in the area. Uh, That name was suggested as the official name for the new community. However, the spelling could not be agreed upon. (laughs) So they went with chicken to avoid embarrassment. (laughs) (laughs) To avoid embarrassment. Bit of fun there, Ben? Oh, a bit of fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to, I'm trying to do my fucking job. And I'm just, <laughs> just trying to pretend that this shit is fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the hardest part of the job. <laughs> Pretending it's fun? Yeah. No, yeah. you're doing a fantastic job over there, Ben. Thanks. Big round of applause for Ben, everybody. Oh, thank you. Here's question number five. What's the name of the punk rock song that was banned by the BBC in May of 2022? Family picnic at the Hillsborough disaster? I mean, fair enough. Gee, it's a nanny stat over there, isn't it? Yeah. They'll ban anything. (laughs) Uh, Brexit is for bell ends. (laughs) Flowers by Miley Cyrus. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently they're really big Liam Hemsworth fans (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The song titled The BBC is reporting that poison won't kill you (laughs) Or Prince Andrew is a sweaty nonce (laughs) You can do the honours um, I choose the the Brexit one. Brexit is for bell ends for Meg. What about you, Pete? I think it's the Prince Andrew one. Locking that in for Pete. Someone in the crowd just said yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but it, that might not be supporting us. He's fucked it again. He's fucked it again. <laughs> Stupid glasses, idiots. Fucked it again. Well, I wear glasses too. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's just a, a Prince Andrew supporter. <laughs> Someone's got to be. (laughs) Certainly not his mother, am I right? Too soon. Too soon. Oh, what? What happened? (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, here's who wrote the answers. Family picnic at the Hillsborough disaster. That was Pete. But it's but the way it got like a oh that's the intent I thought it was supposed to be fucked because it got banned so th- thanks for supporting me in that in that moment. Flowers by Miley Cyrus that was Meg. Yeah, it was, and I meant every word. <laughs> Not a fan. Huge fan of Liam Hemsworth. Yeah. All the Hemsworth brothers. 
one, two, whatever. <laughs> the BBC is reporting the poison won't kill you. That was the house. As was Brexit is for Bellends. Jim in particular. So a point there for the house. Meaning the correct answer is Prince Andrew is a sweaty nonce. <laughs> Thank you. Very Thank nice. you. Very Good job, you guys. That one goes out for you. I want to split points with him. <laughs> Oh, do you actually? You do that? Yeah, so that's half a mil. Half a mil there, half a mil. Half a mil. Half What's mil your name? Guy. Mark. Mark, you're getting a column, brother. <laughs> <laughs> How about this, eh? Hey? You're getting a column. Mark, C or K? K. K. <laughs> that was super underrated. He said, Kark. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can he, can actually, he, no, no, no. Uh, I want to split. <laughs> I want it. All of my points to go between those two men. Half a, half a million. I'm yeah, happy to not. Uh, I don't want you to step in. Like 50 no, grand I, or something? I don't deserve it. I did the Hillsborough thing. <laughs> we, we should, you should have 50 grand or something. Oh, give me five. Yeah, give me 500 like she had and then split the rest with those guys. No. So, okay. No, so, so, you'll get, so you have earned a million. Yeah. You, so if I'm this saying, is all right with you. Yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. a scorekeeper. So you get 50K. Yeah. And then the other 950,000 is split between these two gentlemen. Are you calling this guy Kark? No. <laughs> Yeah, you, oh, you're getting a column. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Asking for column a with column. a C or a K. It is a little. It was. It was a little desperate the way you asked for a column, <laughs> but but I think you've earned it. What's your name? Uh, Dan. Dan. Nice to be included. Though, really. No, take it away. No, nah, you're getting Yeah, no, nah, good point. Five hundred, five hundred, five hundred, five hundred. All right. <laughs> so, mate, but in your in your honour, the column will be titled Kark. <laughs> I think that's a good compromise. I think everyone's happy with that. Kark. So that's okay. All right, we're up to the final two questions. Here's question number six. Uh, this comes from Claire Norris from West Sacramento. And Claire's question is What happened in New York City on September the 13th? It was fucking major news. I know this. In 1922. I didn't even consider that. <laughs> really? Um, <laughs> this has repeatedly got me in trouble on this show. And I didn't serve. I've really set it up for myself here. But we have had complaints about too many 9-11 jokes before. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't think that'll happen tonight, though. What happened in New York City on September the 13th, 1922? While you're writing those answers, let me tell you more about the history of the BBC banning songs. They've done it to heaps of songs, some of them for really strange reasons. Like according to Radio Fidelity, in the early 90s, they banned a bunch of songs because of the Gulf War, um, including songs like Love is a Battlefield by Pat Benatar (laughs) and Give Peace a Chance. (laughs) And then they, they even banned Atomic by Blondie because it had the word atomic in it, which can be a kind of bomb. Isn't yeah. That wild? There's lots of things that are, could be bombs. Exactly. <laughs> you know, in... Um, this riff. Uh, this riff, this riff. Um, stink. Yeah. It's a cherry. Good. You're not allowed to have a song called Cherry. Yeah. What about Cherry, baby? See? Why? Because... Forget it. You're on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just fucking engage with the show. <laughs> <laughs> they, the, the kink song Lola was banned because they said Coca-Cola. 
Oh, and just can't stand the stuff. Yeah, <laughs> can't it's stand poison yeah. for your brains. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here are the options for question number six. What happened in New York on September the thirteenth, nineteen twenty-two, that made news? A riot broke out when men continued wearing straw hats in autumn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that give fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Say the others before I get too angry. <laughs> <laughs> President Calvin Coolidge declared New York style pizza to be the world's superior style of pizza, causing a major foreign affairs incident with Italy. <laughs> God, what a, they're funny, aren't they? <laughs> the the Italians. Yeah. What about them? They're just the. Uh, well, it doesn't matter. There's one here. <laughs> what a Pete. silly bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Pete loves Italians. I'm don't one. Love it. She's the best. Yeah, what do you say to that? <laughs> Probably something with your hands, I presume. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't want to speak like that about me. Hey, hey, No, hey. you're still allowed to, and I'm going to do it until you're not. <laughs> I'm going to do it until you're not. It's coming. It's coming fast. Yeah, they but abandoned us in World War II. They deserve it. <laughs> You did. <laughs> you do teach history. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> uh, option three. The great American novel The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald was first published. Mm. Kangaroos were released into upstate New York for recreational hunting, but the kangaroos escaped and terrorised nearby towns. <laughs> <laughs> or 913, never forget. <laughs> <laughs> So some pretty strong answers there. Do you, do you need to hear any again? Or are you yeah, can you read out the first two again? So uh, riot broke out when men continued wearing straw hats in autumn. <laughs> or there was the, the, the other one was... <laughs> or President Calvin Coolidge declared New York-style pizza to be the world's superior style of pizza. That's right. Angering the Italians. Then you had Great Gatsby, Kangaroos being released, and 9.13. I mm. want to believe it's the straw hat one. It d- does feel like it would. It does feel like it would. <sighs> but I also think like both America and Italy would, you know, kick up a stink about something like that. And that's why we really like them. <laughs> <laughs> They're passionate. We really like those guys. <laughs> I'll do the straw hat one. Locking that in for Meg. What do you think, Pete? Um, I'm going to go the, – the kangaroo thing feels incredibly obscure, but obscure enough that it might be the thing. So I'm going to go the kangaroo one. Kangaroos. Repeat. All right, let's go through. <laughs> Who wrote the answers? The Italian pizza one. That was the house. Wow. Nice work, house. Uh, the Great Gatsby being published. That was Meg. I can read. It's <laughs> <laughs> also a movie. You could cheat. <laughs> It's quite easy to cheat on that one. I can spell Leonardo DiCaprio. Spell it. Not now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it starts with an L. <laughs> he goes to a different school. Though. Oh, um, t- uh, time is going off. Time is going off. Oh. oh. Um, Six. Stand up. Five. Four. Three. Uh, the, the the realization is that you know oftentimes when you're a comedian you'll be pursuing a laugh, but oftentimes the biggest laughs come in those moments that you're not showing desperation and you're just being your true authentic self. 
That's what I've learned this show. Did you learn that from me not getting any laughs, being real desperate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was part of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I told you people laugh, uh, laugh and learn, but um, more learn. Is that how you won raw desperation? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know what I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wrote some very funny jokes. <laughs> I told you you wouldn't want to know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I should say Claire came up with that pizza one. I think I accidentally took credit for that. Uh, and she also came up with the kangaroos one. Oh, oh good job, house. So a point there for the house. Must work, house. Uh, meaning the correct answer is a riot broke out when men continued. Yes! <laughs> yeah, feels good. I was just, just wondering if you want to throw any point that any points Cark's way. <laughs> It'd be a nice I'll, thing to I'll, do. I'll throw half a mil at Half a mil, half a mil to Cark. He's only cheered for Pete. Cark. So, Cark, Cark, answer this honestly. Do you like women? No. <laughs> he said not. But <laughs> <laughs> it was so Matt. locked up for you to not fuck that there so easily. <laughs> You're not careful saying things like that. Matt's going to give you a full million. You know, Cark, <laughs> Cark, honestly, as a feminist, they're the. <laughs> They're the kind of things that I think need to be said. Um, <laughs> until we treat women equally and tell them that we don't like them. Yeah. Are they ever going to be truly equal? Snaps to that, yeah, brother. Thank you. Someone's got to say it. <laughs> so, you're half a milk car? Dude, he's not getting half my fucking point. No, not yours. Matt's car, might just be a nice car, guy. Can I just get a quick... How do you really feel about women before I decide? For sure? <laughs> and now, and what, what, and just have, just no, take half a second on this first one. First up, have you ever met a woman? <laughs> Whoa! Take him back. Take him back. Every chance you're, you're in debt, Kark. You're in debt. You're ten. You're ten mil in the hole, Kark. That's not on. Negative ten for Kark. Ben, can I give my? Half a million a Meg to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, great. Corporations, oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> and that's what I call... <laughs> uh, no, I'm, start, I'm now starting to see things from Kark's point of view. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming around. You're starting to prove some things. Meg, you were saying you can read before. <laughs> can you read a fucking room? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think there's points there for Ben. <laughs> the score is someone will get the points. New column. <laughs> <laughs> While you're organising that, Ben, let me read out the final question. And Ben, the way that to? it normally works is it's triple points for the final round. Is that right? So yeah. three million. Yeah. What? Can you tell me what I'm up to? Do you want to know what everyone else is, or just so make your own four million, and the rest you can figure out for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> How's that for some suspense? <laughs> we'll, we'll get a score update while uh, you're writing your questions here. For question number seven, this comes from Adam Knight from Croydon in South London. And Adam's question is, what is the synopsis of the 1973 film No Sex, Please, We're British? <laughs> Say again. What is the synopsis of the 1973 film No Sex, Please, We're British? So you probably want to write a short paragraph here, maybe two, three, four sentences, something like that. While your answers are being written, let's hear the score update. Yeah, so we've got uh, Meg on four million points. Pete on three and a half million points. You you got used to saying Meg first. Now you're doing it in decreasing order. No, I'm just going in the order I have okay. it written. 
if that's it. A- no, of course. I can go. I can go from. Uh, we'll go from bottom to top. On negative ten million, it's Kark. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kark. But all right. And negative ten million is Kark. Then it's me on one million out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. I- I'm flirting with the idea of donating my million and helping Kark out of a bit of a hole. See 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 after the show, Kark. We'll see what we can do. Pete's on three and a half million. Meg's on four million, and the house is on four and a half million. Oh! So, th- so, th- so this triple well, triple points. Is triple really points. Anyone's game, even Kark. <laughs> oh, dude, I don't know. <laughs> I actually think Kark's in- Kark, Kark, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where your expectations were coming into tonight, but it's not looking good, brother. Hey Ben, can I tell you a bit about this straw hat riot? Yeah. So, <laughs> sorry, sorry, mate. Good. No, no, I'm loving what you're doing over there. I just thought, in case you were interested, they've got a bit of writing to do. So, <laughs> you're looking at me with no, some funny eyes. I appreciate no. it. So, this is according to the New York Public Library. In the early 1900s, straw hat season for men customarily began on May 15, known as Straw Hat Day, <laughs> and it ended on September 15, which was Felt Hat Day. <laughs> it was considered an etiquette violation to wear the wrong hat outside of these dates. To mark the end of summer, men would swap out their straw hats in mid-September. Stockbrokers in an early display of bro culture would playfully smash each other's straw hats, often on the stock market floor on September 15. This celebratory ritual uh, of destruction of straw hats evolved beyond the Wall Street set and men who dared to breach the seasonal hat dates became subject to ridicule or having their hats snatched off in disapproval. In 1922, a few days even before the end of straw hat season, gangs of teen and preteen boys began harassing boater donning men and stealing or smashing their hats and sometimes skulls. Hey, they wore the wrong hat. <laughs> so these attacks and skirmishes went on for eight days <laughs> with mobs of hundreds in the streets. Newspaper accounts relay the mayhem. And this is a quote from the New York Times in 1922. Gangs of young hoodlums ran riot in various parts of the city last night, smashing unseasonable straw hats and trampling them in the street. A favourite practice of the gangsters was to arm themselves with sticks, some with nails at the tip, to compel men wearing straw hats to run a gauntlet. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> uh, th- this is from the New York Tribune at the same time. Boys indulged in a straw hat smashing orgy throughout the city last night. <laughs> Went up a notch. Um, a dozen or more were arrested and seven were spanked by their parents in, in the police station by order of the lieutenant at the desk. Police ordered spankings. <laughs> spankings for like, for like hitting people with a, a nail stick. That feels about right. Many men fought back and many youths were brought to night court in front of a magistrate who was named Peter Hatting. <laughs> what are the odds of that? Uh, he handed down fines and some short jail stays saying, it is against the law to smash a man's hat. And he has a right to wear it in a January snowstorm if he wishes. Uh, and I mean, if we can't agree on that, then what hope do we have? Yeah. You know, you got to be. Civilization is. You reckon any of the fellas were deliberately getting around with big sticks because they liked to, to be spanked by the police? Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I did it again, officer. Oh god. Oh yeah, I, I know what. I know my punishment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you you unhappy about the hats they were wearing? Hats. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? Anyway, here's my butt. <laughs> here's my butt. Here's my butt. Anyway, here's my butt. I'm working on new catchphrases. Maybe that could be my sign-off tonight. I'll make a note of that. And what I say? Anyway, here's my butt. I don't know if it'll work, but we'll see. Anyway, here's... This is only moments away too, so... Here's better, my... Yeah, better write it down. <laughs> 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 God, you'd hate to ruin the show. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no, that's good. I think that would be a really good finish to the show. <laughs> that's when you come to an arts festival, you've got to provide art. And uh, <laughs> I think we've been doing that here tonight. Uh, here's the final question for the show. Remembering triple points on offer. What is the synopsis of the 1973 film No Sex, Please? We're British. When the moral fabric of a nation starts decaying, there's only one woman for the job, Mary Whitehouse. This biopic follows the famous Killjoy on her quest to clean up British film and television with surprisingly sexy results. <laughs> Could not be more my thing. <laughs> Five university students in share housing in London make a pack at the beginning of the semester to not sleep with each other as it would make the living situation insufferable. There's also one gronk bitch in the house. <laughs> and they don't want her to feel left out. <laughs> or have to pork her out of politeness. <laughs> but as the semester progresses and cheap beer is sculled, sexual tensions rise and British accents become unfortunately more prominent. <laughs> Can they survive the lease without bumping uglies? Their degrees depend on it. It's happened to me! Yeah. <laughs> Who was supposed to write an autobiography, Megby? <laughs> <laughs> Gronk. Can I just say, I wasn't the Gronk bitch. <laughs> that was written about somebody else. I haven't heard Gronk for a long time. Let's bring Gronk back. That was very funny. And pork as well. Yeah. Oh, it's been back for a while. <laughs> A mistake. <laughs> a you mis wouldn't know he's a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what about this option? A mistaken address causes a newlywed couple's apartment to fill up with mail order Swiss porn. <laughs> right before a visit by the wife's father, a bank president who happens to be the husband's new employer. <laughs> really like that. <laughs> based on a Broadway play. Oh. <laughs> A young American nymphomaniac moves to London after hearing rumours of wild sex parties taking place in the House of Commons amongst various notable political figures. She spends the better part of a decade climbing her way through the political ranks in hopes to attend one of these wild and frivolous political orgies, but is shocked to discover the parties are not sexual in nature at all and instead are organised with the promise of hunting members of public for sport. <laughs> Or finally, due to a mix-up, elderly couple Henry and Elizabeth Wollstonecroft are given the wrong directions to a picnic area. <laughs> what a shift. <laughs> Ending up at a popular dogging hotspot instead. <laughs> Things only go downhill from there as they attempt to escape their new horny friends in this laugh-out-loud, ahead-of-its-time black comedy. <laughs> Man, I'd, I would watch all of these. <laughs>
So do you need any any? I can quickly go through them. Here yeah, we had the biopic. Yeah, just read them all again. All. <laughs> <laughs> had the biopic about the famous Killjoy with sexy results. We had the university students who decided not to pork until they drank too much, and the Gronk was in there as well. <laughs> we had the house filling with Swiss porn when the bank president arrived. Uh, we had the American nympho who went to London but it ended up being killing people for sport, or the elderly couple accidentally going to a dogging hotspot. Hmm. Only one of these is a real film. <laughs> Thanks for the explanation there, mate. Um, you go first. Okay. It's all on the line here as well. That's why you can tell that they're taking it a lot more seriously all of a sudden. What's the one with the bank president? Uh, that's where they the house gets filled with mail-order Swiss porn. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> 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 you really are sitting back now, aren't you? Be- barely moving my lips, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go this. I'll go the yeah that one. All right, locked in for Pete. What do you think, Meg? The American Nympho one. That's an Angus Gordon joke that I feel like you would have copied. <laughs> <laughs> and so for that reason, I'll have to go with the the dogging joke. <laughs> Wow. That is... I hate how she's gotten that right there. Yeah, yeah I really hate... That I is check Instagram. As it is beautiful. Well done. Fuck, that was severe. I haven't, I haven't seen that, but it's good, it's good to know we're on a similar wavelength. I really respect his comedy. All right, let's go through who wrote the answers. That rip-off of Angus Gordon, that was Pete. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have seen that one coming? I know, I've liked it and shared it to my own story. Interesting. <laughs> uh, then we had the uh, the biopic about that killjoy. That was Adam, a.k.a. The House. Uh, the one about porking and the Gronks, that was Meg. What? <laughs> Who'd have seen that? Thank you for bringing both of those words back to popular culture. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, the elderly couple who went dogging, that was also Adam, a.k.a. The House. Meaning the correct answer was a mistaken address causes a newlywed couple's apartment to fill up with mail-order Swiss porn. Pete, you are correct. Yes. That feels really good. So that ben, feels amazing. While you're quickly uh, adding up the scores, I'll just... Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the mainframe. <laughs> I'll just quickly tell you, no one really liked that movie I was talking about. I got 41% approval rating. Anyway, let's get a score update and finish this show. Well, now understanding that this was the triple points round. That's correct. Each, each point million. was then, instead of 1 million points, it was 3 million points. Yep, triple. In last place, it is still Kark, but <laughs> you, are, you owe nothing. You owe nothing, Kark. Out of debt. Out of Kark. Dead, Kark. <laughs> what a redemption story. Million points for Ben. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Good on you, me. <laughs> I've still got that mill. Third place with four million points is Meg. And it's still an incredible effort, which, I mean, of all the real competitors is last. <laughs> Always the runner-up, never besides, the pride. Besides me and Kark who weren't playing, <laughs> you are last. Second place with... Six and a half million points was Pete, meaning the winner with seven and a half million points is unfortunately the house. 
I um, Ben, I loved your work so much tonight. Can I give you two million points? Uh, yeah, sure. Can we get just another quick score update? So now, now the scores will read. Ben, three million points. Meg, four million points. The house, five and a half million points. Pete now takes first place with six and a half million points. Oh. <laughs> that was really We have a winner. That's really kind. I thought I was dropping myself below Meg, but I didn't even do that right. Um. <laughs> you would, you selfish c- <laughs> You just want to win Raw again. They won't let me. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us. Where can people find you, Pete? Yeah, I'm doing uh, my Brisbane Comedy Festival show, Shad and Pete Save the World, on May 26th, if you'd like to come along. Uh, Pete, my- listeners at home, where can they find you? Uh, a <laughs> <Acne> Street Hill. <laughs> um, <laughs> unit 4. I want um, I'm putting this out tomorrow. There'll be no time to bleep. Ah, uh, whatever. If you really, I, I know it's just going to be Kark turning up. So and I, <laughs> and I can find him. I'll definitely. I'll, <laughs> no, um, you're more than welcome. We're gonna, we're gonna spare room. We don't have a bed because we moved in pretty recently. But there's like a swag, or whatever. If you want to. Anyway, he looks a bit like a swag man. I reckon. Yeah, <laughs> he be happy with that. Um, but yeah, my Instagram is uh, diabetes because I have diabetes and my name's Peter. It's actually quite clever. <laughs> Um, DIA underscore PDs if you can't figure it out then go to the hospital <laughs> what about you Meg find me on Instagram it's my name Meg Yeager M-E-G-J-A-G-E-R thank you and how about you Ben uh, you can find me on Instagram as well uh, my name is uh, Ben Multiple Sclerosis I have um, <laughs> no, <laughs> no <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's not bad <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm allowed to say it, my aunt's got it. Um, <laughs> no. uh, uh, my Instagram is uh, just it's it's just Ben Hunter without the vowel, so it's B N H N T R. I've got a show the same night as Pete's. <laughs> so what do we do? Uh, Good Chuck Comedy, May 26th at 9pm, if anyone wants to come along to that. It's, he's very funny. You'd have a great time. And you should, but also go to Pete's show too. But I've got to tell you, this guy is going to be a star. This, one day, this, this, guy, <laughs> this guy is something special. This Peter James guy, 11, he didn't... He, What's 11 street. <laughs> it's true. I picked him up from there tonight. It's I also nice. have an address. I can read... <laughs> Oh, can I also say I'm doing some Sydney Comedy Festival shows as well. If you I have to pee so bad. <laughs> See you, Meg. Thanks for our guests tonight. Cheers, everyone, for tuning in to Who Knew with Matt Stewart anyway. Here's my butt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just think that's a black mark on, on Queensland's name. But um, <laughs> that doesn't get Sucks a million... Sucks to suck! <laughs> <laughs> Now that you've said that, I'll edit this out. No one else will hear this apart from no one in here is talking about tonight. But uh, (laughs) if they're not written down here, I find words very difficult. (laughs) I even find a lot of the ones written down here pretty tricky. (laughs) I love the Brisbane Comedy Festival and I just love all of the fantastic acts that come along and... (laughs) Share their stories with us, and um, <laughs> and you know it's such a and there's nice venues and um, there's good. F- fuck, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
Do you reckon the gun on Dick Bong's thing is just like a quarter of garden hose? Yeah, yeah. Just fires bullets through that. <laughs> so, do you, do, do you want one? And a big round of applause for me. <laughs> oh, I was. Oh, yeah. Very supportive friends. Very supportive friends. It's like an audible pat on the head. <laughs> <laughs> on the head? Not on the back. Yeah. You've not had a tremendous amount of success in social interactions, have you? You can pat on the Oh, you're giving it a crack, though, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, what's, oh. Sorry. What a journey. What's your name? On. I've got negative 20 million points to give out. <laughs> <laughs> nah, never mind. <laughs> Ben's a very visual counter. Okay, shoes off. <laughs> Counting the toes. He surprisingly got many million toes. Oh, I don't like what you've done there. Well, <laughs> am I going to sit here and put a sock back on? I really, I had oh, no I idea. I felt bad about showing my foot to oh, everyone. I can't tell you. But only the God, shoe went back. Oh, now, you know how sometimes when you listen to a podcast and a visual thing happens, you go, God, I wish I was there. No, you don't. No, you don't. You really don't. What a wonderful audio medium this would be. Just putting a, uh, putting a Michael Jackson loafer back on a barefoot. <laughs> That's fucking disgusting, you grog. Stop dangling it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, look at it. It's such a hairy angle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kick back and count up. Oop. All right, I've, I've done the maths. Okay. Sorry just, about this. No, no, That's that was fucking disgusting. I blame That was fine. What you did was fine. I thought the commentary was a little bit untasteful. <laughs> hey, the word thanks is a lot for that, And distasteful as well. <laughs> <laughs> We're finding many gold. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't. If you're not all going to do it, don't fucking start. Don't worry about it. No one's some. No one just cark fucking clapping. <laughs> it's all you or no one. Honestly, cark's got very firmly folded arms right now. <laughs> Is it because I'm here? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see those toes, Kark. Come on, get him a join. Join me, Kark. Come on, brother. I'll, I'll, you're out. If you get your toes out right now, I'll. You're out of debt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, do oh, it. Oh, Come on. Oh. Yeah. Toes are out. <laughs> all, all is forgiven. <laughs> that was beautiful, Kark. <laughs> Thank you for being so vulnerable with us, Kark. <laughs> You're so brave. 